0: So you love photography and can take pretty photos and you wanna start a business, but you aren't even sure where to begin with all of the contracts and the emails and the systems and the websites that you will need to be successful. Your brain is creative and you just didn't realize that there was so much more to having a business than taking photos and getting a logo. If you resonate with any of this, or you just want some business tips for your already established photography biz, then this episode is for you. Welcome to the Fill Your Frame podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Golding. I was a young mama and full-time teacher when I first picked up my camera and started down the path of creating a highly successful and sought after photography business. I managed to turn that side hustle into a full-time job that sustains a balanced life where I can give more to my five littles at home. After building this business for the last 10 years, I want to invite you into a space where you can take a peek behind the scenes of my camera ready life. Join in weekly where I will open up discussions with other creative artists turned business pros as we share real life strategies, stories, and action steps for you to turn your passion into profits. Lean in because we're about to get the show started. Remember, you can subscribe to today's show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Audible. Hey, welcome back to the Fill Your Frame podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Golding. I'm so excited to bring you today's episode about running an organized and profitable photography business. And I have my special guest and friend, Corey Butler, here with me. Remember, though, that you can always learn more about today's topic and tips by looking at the description from whatever app you're on or visiting my website at jilliangolding.com. Subscribe to my podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Audible. So, to just this quick introduction about Corey, who's going to be joining us. She is a wedding and family. Photographer in Boise, Idaho. And when she isn't running her successful business, she lives the firefighter wife life just like me and has two boys that she's always adventuring with. Corey's a super organized person and really knows her stuff when it comes to the business side of photography. So that's why I wanted to invite her to be my guest today. I'm so excited about this topic because someone actually asked me recently, What's one thing you wish you could be an expert in? And immediately, In my mind, I thought, I wish I could be an expert on running the business side of my photography business. My brain's just not trained that way. And I don't know if any of you can relate that are listening, but it's taken years of training and practice to get to where I'm at now. And I was seriously a mess at the beginning. I didn't have contracts. I didn't have a system. I just didn't even have a clue what I was doing. So I just didn't know what it entailed. I think I just wanted to take pretty pictures. That's all I thought about. I had no idea that there would be this whole other side of running a business because I just didn't think of that at the time. Because I think when we look at social media, so often you know we see beautiful images we see these epic shoots and fun behind the scenes and we don't see the hours of emails being sent the client calls uh the busy work that goes into running a business and the editing and all of those things that come along with having this pretty photography business right so i just i feel like most of us that start that business aren't exactly business experts you likely are a creative you didn't go to school for business so we just don't really have the business side of things come naturally to us. So I feel like if we can learn some strategies to do that better, it would help save us time, make more money and have less burnout in the industry. So I'm going to bring Corey on and we're going to chat just about that. And we're going to just talk about how we can do all of those things to help make our experience more enjoyable when we run our business. So welcome to the show, Corey. How are you? Thanks for being here.
1: Good. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited that you're doing this, Jillian.
0: Well, thank you. And you were also a guest on my golden hour and we kind of chatted about similar things, but I just think this is such an important topic. And for the listeners that are on, that are thinking of starting a business or just started one or any of that, it's just something that we don't really think about when we think of the um, beautiful thing of running photography business. So we're going to chat about that. I just want to chat with you first to talk about like, why do you think it's so important for people to learn the business side of things?
1: Okay, well you said so many things that I just really want to harp on here because like you the business side of things absolutely did not come naturally for me and this job that I thought would be super super fun like oh I'm going to go meet people and take their photos and you know provide these treasures that they can keep forever it felt pretty in my mind like what I'm going to be doing is going to be so <laughs> life giving I did not think of how, I didn't think of the business side of things and it's so taxing and the business side of things just felt really heavy. So as far as like sorting out your business, I feel like the sooner that you do that, the better, because then what you're doing as a photographer, it becomes less stressful and so much more enjoyable. It stressed me out having to think about contracts and taking payments from people. I just wanted to take photos. That's all that I wanted to do.
0: Me too. And I feel like I was like, I just want to tell people stories and take pretty pictures. Like, I don't even want to have to deal with any of that. If I could make it all go away, I would like, and it's just, it's a hard thing when you're first starting to, because you are, you know, you're just learning how to even do photography for other people. And then you throw in the mix, the business side. And it's just like, wow, overwhelming.
1: Yes. And the clients that invest in you when you're running a business they deserve to have people that are legitimately running a business. And that, that goes for like legalities and, you know, having a contract in place and bringing in money that shows you're actually, you know, your worth and that you're valued. And I couldn't figure out how much do I charge? Where on earth am I going to find a contract? And so there's so many different business things to learn that it seemed overwhelming in the beginning. So I just kind of didn't do it. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
0: that was what I do the
1: business thing. Yeah.
0: Well, and I was going to ask you that, like, how can we learn if we feel clueless? I mean, you can choose not to do it at first, but then eventually we have to, right? So like, what are some things that we can, we can do to learn this?
1: Well, there's one of two ways you can either, (laughs) you can do what I did in the beginning, which was Google everything, like how to run a legitimate business, how to take (laughs) payments from clients. (laughs) which is so time consuming. I mean, at one point before I even knew that ga- like digital galleries was a thing, you guys, I went to Fred Meyer and I purchased like CDs. I bought CDs Me that I too. Could- <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I had like hundreds, hundreds of them so that I could upload photos and then I would deliver a cute like recycled papered CD cover with their photos on it. That's what I thought you did i had no idea so you could do it that way or <laughs> <laughs> you could take the high road which for sure would just be t- taking some time to invest in yourself yeah. by finding a mentor whether that's a one-on-one type of a mentorship that's what i ended up doing or going to a workshop that's very like business minded or um you know, maybe even finding a friend that wants to do a, like a two-on-one type of a mentorship, something like that. But that's what I did. I found a, a local photographer who I loved and felt inspired by. And, um, I invested in her and she taught me all of the things that it took her years to learn herself. And I was like, why didn't I do this sooner?
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I think, I think understanding the the importance of investing and knowing that it's you're gonna probably want to spend money to learn because yeah. someone will be an expert at it and will teach you so much faster than how we can teach ourselves online. Right. So I think that's such a valuable um, statement by you. And also reading books is good, but I feel like really learning anything from somebody hands-on is always the best way, or learning yes. from their experiences. You know?
1: Yeah. And if you do it with someone, and it's just another way to build community as well. You know, like getting getting to know somebody that's already in the industry is really valuable because then I just feel like you've, you've got a buddy that can help you
0: out along the way, you know? Oh yeah. And you create friendships in the industry, which is great, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't feel so alone. Yes, for sure. And that's definitely crucial because you have to realize, you know, and one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is I feel like sometimes we silently struggle. We think okay. oh, we see this person on Instagram and they have everything all figured out. Like they don't struggle with any of this. And so I don't want to share that I struggle. Cause I don't want to seem like you know, the weak link or something, but in reality, we probably all struggle with this just because we're all creatives and likely this does not come easy for us.
1: Yes. Without a doubt. And going back to like, not wanting to share on social media and things like that, that you are struggling, you know, you have a hard time being real because for me, I had a hard time grasping that because I didn't want my clients that were also following me to think that I didn't have my stuff together when in reality I didn't, but as soon as I decided to like show up on Instagram too, like authentically it, you realize that, oh my gosh, there's so many people out there that are going through this same thing and business is hard. So finding a tribe that you can just like connect with and learn together as you go. That's so important.
0: No, it is. It's invaluable. Like it is a game changer in the business. And just, I think the success of your business too. not trying to go at it alone and understanding that, you know, it's great to have the support system and to support others and to, you know, there's enough people out there for all of us. Like we can be um, supporters of one another rather than seeing it as competition. I think that's so important too. What aspects of your business though, do you think like have been the hardest for you and how have you overcome them? Like each of us are going to have our own struggles, right? But like for you, maybe like your top two things that you felt like were the hardest. And then how did you overcome those? For me, I would say with, without hesitation, the number
1: one thing that has been the hardest for me as an entrepreneur is pricing, getting past that, like imposter syndrome mentality and going along with that. I feel like taxes too. So basically like money mindset, I feel like that has been, I can put those together. I can kind of bundle them as like a money mindset. Money-making mindset has been really difficult for me. I just feel like the sooner that you can know your worth and the sooner that you can decide to value yourself, that's yes. when you're going to have like a game changing moment. But yeah. So for me, the top two would be like sorting out my pricing and deciding what I know I'm worth. And then the joy of taxes. <laughs> those yeah. are the two, those are the two hardest things for me as a business owner.
0: Oh yeah. And I feel like the taxes thing, and that's a really challenging for everyone. I think when you first start and you're, not making a whole lot. You're kind of thinking, Oh, do I pay taxes on this? Do I not? How does this yes. work? And just the importance of really setting up your business the right way from the beginning, you know? Right. Um, and the taxes thing, how did you overcome that? What do you do now? So
1: I have learned so much through mentor sessions, going to different workshops, things. I've learned what is beneficial as a business owner and what, cause, cause like you had said, like, can I, can I write this off? Is this, like you want to do it right you know what i mean you want to do the business side of things correctly and so and there's also so much involved like the gas the mileage all of those things like if i'm buying a little succulent plant that's for a client that all these things are things you can write off but i had no idea in the beginning what was okay and what was not so basically asking those hard questions at mentor sessions really listening in at different workshops that i that i've attended finding an accountant that I know is a good fit for me. Those have all been really beneficial. And now I just streamline everything with an Excel spreadsheet. So everything is digital. I keep track of all my receipts, all my purchases. I have like a business card, which took me years. Oh my gosh,
0: me too. Why? I, I know. I don't know either. Game changer. Game but changer. I have a business account and just purchase things for my business with that, so I don't have to go through like pages and pages of receipts when it yeah. comes to tax time. Oh, game changer.
1: Yeah. So, so that's definitely helped with taxes.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because it's just all easy and it's there for you. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, like I, having a you know, system in place in re- like in reference to, cause I really struggled with following up with clients in the sense of like the back and forth emails and then, you know, setting up scheduling and then contracts. Like I just felt like it was all taking me so much time. Yes. It wasn't that I struggled in, like, I didn't know how to do it. It was more of just kind of a time suck, you know? Um, and that's the time that I could get back to editing, get back to doing something else. And so I think when I was able to really start having a system with that and running with the CRM and things like that, I think that was a big game changer for me, because a lot of people just kind of go by the seat of their pants and just like, oh, I'll answer an email here and here and here, and they don't really have a system. So I think once you can kind of stream that and set boundaries, that for me was a big game changer as far as the amount of time I was spending.
1: For sure, emails. Oh my gosh, talk about a time waste. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I sit. I feel like I sit and look at emails daily. Like, Oh, I should be getting back to it's so hard, but again, workflow, so important, like setting aside time to make sure that all that stuff is done and done efficiently. Yeah. So important.
0: Yeah. And I, do you do phone calls at all? Cause I started doing phone calls recently and I love that that has saved me a lot of time. I love
1: talking on the phone. I even FaceTime with my clients because as we're like going through their closet to figure out outfits and coordinating and all of that stuff. Oh, I, I love that. Yeah, I love being on the phone. And that's just another really great way to connect with them too. So that when you show up for their session, it's like the icebreaker it has already happened. You know, you're already buddies.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah. And there's already that barrier down. So it's like, everyone's comfortable and excited to see each other. You know, it just makes the session that much better too because you have that connection already. So what areas do you feel like you've mastered? So we talked about things you felt like you struggle with. Was there anything that like you felt like you've really mastered in, in regards to business? And then like what strategies did you use for that?
1: Okay. So one of the things that I really pride myself on is the client experience, but I feel like my clients have a good client experience because of the workflows and the systems that I've put in place. So for example, you know, the first and from initial inquiry even like the pricing guide that goes out. Like it's, I try to be as efficient as I can, and I'm not going to lie. I am not the fastest with emails. I wish that I was better at getting like immediate, immediate communication, but the communication that I do have when I actually sit down and I'm like, okay, it is time. Like let's, let's get this ball in the ro- A lot of stuff is automated through HoneyBook, So I feel like that helps me a lot. But even with, you know, like the welcome guide that my clients all receive and the outfit styling that they receive and, and the emails even just look so professional based on like just the photo that they get. And even like the signature on your, on your emails, you know, like every little detail matters when it comes to client experience. And I feel like I've really like honed in on what like Corey Butler photography wants to be and the client experience that I want my, my people to have. And so I just, I pay really close attention to like, you know, compliments that they give like, Oh, I really loved how you did this for us or, you know, that kind of stuff. I remember it. And I, and I try to continue that for all my future clients as well. So.
0: Yeah. That's so good to pay attention and think about, you know, what is really resonating with them and what do yeah. they see as valuable? You know, yeah. we might do something and we think, oh, this is going to be awesome. And then maybe our clients don't even really notice it, you know? So, okay, well, let's try something else, you know? So yes, that's good feedback. I really like that idea. And I think the client experience is just, it's so important. I've had ebbs and flows of where I felt like I was really doing well with it. And then I've had times where I was overwhelmed and so busy that, that that's where like, I kind of let things slide a little bit. And I had to kind of recheck myself and be like, no, this is the client experience. I want to you know, on our turnaround times and things like that. Cause it's hard to do when we're really, really busy. I feel like that's something that can kind of, you know, slide a little bit, but it's so, so important to stay on top of that. Yeah, it is. Well, what about like for your, what are your top three business tips for other photographers? Like, what do you feel like your tips would be for them?
1: So the,
0: the first
1: one, and this kind of goes back to like, you know, pricing was one of the most complicated things for me. And it's something that I've had to overcome. And now, now that I'm here, (laughs) now that I've arrived, I would say something that I have learned over the years is you have to know your worth. Yes. as long as you, as long as you can stand behind, you know, the product that you're producing and the experience that you're providing, then you are worth every penny that you're charging. And you have to own that. You really just have to like, know your worth, know that you're valuable, know that your time is worth being compensated for. I think that's like the biggest thing that I would want to share with photographers, because I know it's hard. I know it's hard to put yourself out there. I know it's hard, especially with social media, how it is now, like everything's video and everything is live and, you know, know your worth and be confident in what you're providing. I think that's so important. So that would be the first
0: one. Yeah. And let me just say one quick thing. about I feel like that is something that we, everyone struggles with, whether you're first starting or you're super established, right? Like all of us have ebbs and flows of knowing our worth and feeling really confident. And so I think it's just important to remember that, you know, just do things to help build your, build your self esteem, um, help your confidence in other ways in your life to, and that will all resonate into your business. Because I noticed when I'm kind of struggling personally with like feeling, you know, not as confident or whatever, it kind of, Filters into my business. Right. But I think if we can continue to do the work and to, you know, really focus on what we're doing, stay in our lane, then we won't have as many like ebbs and flows of lack of confidence. That's just worked for me when I really focus on myself and look to others for inspiration, but not focusing on what they're doing. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. And I think it's so easy for us to get caught up in that comparison trap because it's all over, you know, if we're on our phones, it's everywhere, you know? So I feel like you said it, you said it best, just stay in your lane, focus on the experience that you're providing your clients with. And there's nothing more rewarding to me to know that like they left their session feeling Amazing and they they are excited to see the images that I'm going to be able to produce from their time with me. There's no better feeling than that for me.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. That is so amazing. Okay. What's your number two? Okay. So the second thing would be
1: set boundaries. And we kind of touched on this earlier. <laughs> but I mean, I just could shout it from every rooftop. I feel like you cannot be afraid to set boundaries, all at the risk of displeasing others. As well. I mean, you have to be okay with knowing that not everybody is going to align with the boundaries that you have set for yourself. Right. And this might sound kind of harsh, but like, but your boundaries are not, they're no one else's business, too. Like, set them knowing intentionally that you have created these so that you can provide a better experience for your clients and a better experience for your family who's also along for the ride.
0: Oh, definitely. As a business owner. Well, right. Because it all trickles into our family life. You know, right. it's, it, when we're giving time to our business, we're not giving time to our family. And most of us are mothers and have, you know, children, and we want to be able to have that balance. Was setting boundaries something that took you a little bit to really grasp onto and implement? Oh my gosh,
1: without a doubt. And I know that you're the same way. Cause we've talked about this in the past, but we're people pleasers to mm-hmm. the max. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for us because you know, when you set boundaries, likely, like I said, there's going to be people that are not going to align with those boundaries. And so in a sense, we might be letting some people down, but I I have put my family at the forefront and I haven't always done that. When I first started this business, you know, Colby, my, um, my oldest, he was like 18 months old, I think is when I decided to go for it. And he, I, I would put my clients and their happiness sometimes over my happiness and my family's happiness because I wanted to please them. And I just had this awful, you know, mindset of, well, my family can forgive me. They'll forgive me because they love me. They know me. They know my intentions are well, but these people, I don't know these people, they're strangers and I need to do whatever (laughs) I can to please them. And man, talk about, like what an awful way to go into a business, but that's, that, that was my reality. And so it took me years to set boundaries that I actually stuck with. And I think that I had to destroy the idea that I had to constantly be working or hustling in order to be successful. I feel like once I truly like honed in on that mindset, that's when Like business was fun again, you know? You enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, it didn't overwhelm you. Well, and your kid, like, I don't know about you, but I've had bouts where, you know, my kids are almost resentful because they feel like there's times where my work comes before them. And I don't ever want them to feel that way. But I think, you know, obviously during fall, like busy season, it's just really important to have boundaries and structure, you know, so that we can stay sane. You know what I mean? And I feel like everyone kind of goes through those, those like, timeframes where they feel like they have to hustle. Like, I feel like so much of the culture in our industry as well as others is that the more you hustle, the more successful you are. And it's like, I don't think that's true at all. I think- I think that we can be have run a fully successful and profitable business by not having to hustle all the time. Yes. And I do think that's a little bit of a mindset shift though. And that's hard for some people. They might be listening to this thinking, oh, what is she talking about? She's totally wrong, you know? But my goal is always to like work less, earn more and be efficient so that I can have that great balance. I mean, there's never going to be a perfect work-life balance, mm-hmm. you know, but try my best to at least not have my kids feel like, you know, my job's more important than them, right? So, yep. it's a struggle constantly, but that's a great one. I really really resonate with that. What's your number 3?
1: Okay, so the the third business tip would be to and people are probably going to be like, well, duh, but it's so important <laughs> find a tribe of other entrepreneurs that you can connect with and confide in when you need when you need somebody, because like we've already talked about, it's, you know, being a small business owner, you can feel really lonely and alone most of the time. I mean, we, when we take photos of people, yeah, we're with, you know, it's a blast and it's so much fun, but a lot of the work that we do behind the scenes is behind a desktop alone, you know, and. Oh yeah. it can feel really isolating. So I think finding other people that you can rely on when you need them and, and finding people like surrounding yourself with people who aren't intimidated when you're succeeding, because you want to find people that will celebrate alongside you. I think that's also very important.
0: Oh yeah. And that's something that I think, I think it's getting better, the culture in our industry, but I know when I first started, I felt very much like I had reached out to some people and they just weren't responsive about being helpful. And so Jesse and I actually talked about this on our episode. And I I feel like I really try to, you know, honor that and, and answer any questions I get in my DMs and be willing to help people and help everyone, everyone succeed, you know, um, because I just, I didn't like the feeling I got when I was first starting and I didn't get that, you know, so I really try hard to give that to people, but, you know, as you progress in your business, you know, you meet people that are going to inspire you. You'll learn from that will love and support you, you know, and not see it as a competition. So I think that's so valuable to have in your corner. Yep. Absolutely. So if people are listening and they're kind of like, okay, what are the first few things I need to do? Like, what have I pulled from this episode that are going to help me get more organized? So like, I think, you know, what, and add any in that you're thinking, but like, you know, Um, getting a system down, opening a business account just for your photography business, right? Using a CRM, finding a tribe of people to have to go to and to learn from, seeking out knowledge, like workshops, reading books, all of those things. If, you know, you want to learn about business, you have to make an effort to learn about business. It's not just going to come to you, you know? So uh, finding ways to do that. Are there any that you think I missed? Action items they can take?
1: No, no, that's amazing. And I think just knowing your worth, I think it's so important. I know that that's not necessarily like a business, but I feel like in order to run for me personally to have a successful business, I also have to have a, a healthy mindset. You know, I think that that's just so, so important to just know your worth. You are enough and what you're doing is, is amazing work.
0: Yes, for sure. That is so valuable and, and it will help trickle into other areas of your life and it builds your confidence. So it's so great. Yeah. Um, okay. Before we end, I want to do a quick lightning round. So I'll just ask you some questions real quick, just so we can get okay. to you a little bit. So what's your favorite lens? 35 Canon 35 millimeter. Okay. What's your favorite light to shoot in backlit golden. Backlit? Okay. If you could have lunch with anyone, who would it be? Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if we're thinking, if we're
1: talking photographers, because those that's what comes to mind, probably somebody that I've actually met in real life, like years and years ago. And now she's like a huge, amazing photographer, but I would love to have lunch with Monique Sarah. I don't know if you follow her, but oh my gosh, I just am obsessed with her as a human being and her work is out of this world.
0: Okay, good. I don't know her. I'll have to look her up. Oh my gosh, awesome. I love her. it. What's your, the most like favorite random product you've bought on Amazon?
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. Probably. Oh my
0: gosh. Oh, okay. It doesn't have to be photography related. It can be anything.
1: Oh, well naturally I'm thinking I'm like in a photography business mindset. So this is totally random, but I actually have, it was like $4 on Amazon, but it's a SD card organizer. And I use them at weddings to keep my cards organized throughout the day.
0: (laughs) Awesome. That's so good and keeps them protected. So that's amazing. Yes. Who's been your biggest mentor in the photography industry, do you think?
1: Okay. So I would have to say
0: two, I attended their workshop and
1: they're just constantly putting out such valuable education content on social media, Lindsay Roman and Evie Rupp from the heart university. I just love them.
0: Yes. I recently um, discovered them too. And they're so So good. Yeah. Super sweet. Well, this was so fun. Thank you so much for joining us today. I, you're amazing. I got, so I learned a lot from this episode, so hopefully others do too. Love you so much. You're so sweet.
1: Well, thank you for having me. And I'm so excited that you're doing this You're This is going to be such a fun podcast. If it's anything like your IGTVs, it's going to be, it's like my editing, like go to your IGTVs. So I'm, I love that you're doing this. I'm so excited for you.
0: Thank you. I'm excited too. I just think, you know, this was the year of me just being like, forget it. I'm just doing things that I've been thinking about for a while and taking action. And so here we are. So I'm so excited to be here and to get it started. It's going to be fun. I love it. You're killing it, girl. You're killing it. Thank you, Corey. Well, thanks everybody for joining us today on the Fill Your Frame podcast with me, Jillian Golding. Remember, you can always learn more about the podcast and what we talk about by visiting the description notes or whatever you're listening to today. And you can also visit JillianGolding.com. I have a section in there for podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify or Audible. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave me a review. It helps more people find the podcast and learn about it. So thanks so much. And we'll chat next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Fill Your Frame podcast with Jillian Golding. Remember, you can always learn more about this podcast and what we cover during it by visiting the description notes on whatever device you're listening on today or visiting JillianGolding.com for more information. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Audible. And if you enjoyed the show today, please leave me a review. It helps other people like you find my podcast and just helps us get this information out to serve others. So please, please do that. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me on Instagram via DM for suggestions of show topics or anything you want answered. I love to connect with you. My Instagram handle is at Jillian Golding and make sure you tune into the next episode. We're going to cover all things business in photography. So see you there friends. Bye.